and welcome into another episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. Thanks for being with us here today. And it is time now for part two of our conversation from yesterday with Mac Marshall, VP of Market Intelligence with the United Soybean Board. Bottom line, any other final thoughts here that you're thinking of here when you look at this soy complex as a whole, you look at the market as we're getting into this critical time of year, anything that that farmers, producers need to keep in mind here the next couple of weeks ahead? Well, let's let's break down some of that demand side stuff because we talked sure. on, on the production side. Um, and I've just talked through the, uh, you know, that, that shift in inventory and what our second half utilization looks like. Yeah. Um, I, I think uh, the other thing that's important to keep in mind is, okay, well, what's going on with crush? Now we've talked about, you know, forward looking crush expansion and everything, uh, you know, and we can spend lots and lots of time with that because that goes in many <laughs> different directions. But I think, you know, here and now uh, we haven't seen crush running as hot uh, the last couple months uh, in the U.S. And, you know, some of that is, okay, well, now we finally have to employ some downtime. We've been running capacity so hot for so much of the last you know year and a half as crush margins have been really, really strong. And, you know, now there's, you know, a need, uh, I think, for downtime or at least, you know, a lower um, capacity utilization rate nearby. So what does that mean for the second half of the year? Does that mean that, you know, we're still going to be crushing at a, a pretty aggressive rate or do we see a rebound for that? Um, you know, I think I think we'll still, you know, see strong crush overall, uh, particularly as the market continues to call for uh, more and more, um, you know, vegetable oil uh, for renewable diesel and uh, and other products. Um, certainly that segment of, uh, of the energy market has been looking to secure more and more feedstocks. We're seeing lots of imports of used cooking oil uh, to flow into that market. But of course, uh, the, the more that we can see uh, soybean oil play a play a critical role there, which which it does and, and mm-hmm. will continue to. Um, that's that's a reflection, I think, of the, the market calling for more soybean oil, which I think is going to mean, uh, you know, maybe a little bit of a rebound crush over the back half of the year, and certainly um, certainly sets us up for uh, really aggressive crush expansion in the years to come. You know, based, of course, all on how, what the prevailing economics and break-evens are. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like any farmer has to pencil that out, and that's definitely part of the uh, the equation for making cropping decisions. Again, the agronomy is is, uh, is paramount as well. Same thing holds for, uh, you know, these um, processors and players further down in the value chain that are, are looking for expansion. You know, does it does it pencil out in the nearby? Does it pencil out in the long term? And, uh, you know, these are these are open questions, uh, I think, that uh, continue to live on the back of what that margin uh, looks like on, on the crush level. And it's, it's not what it was last year, but they're still overall pretty strong. So we'll see how it continues to run. I think the other open question is, um, you know, exports second half of the year. And of mm-hmm. course, we, we've gone past, uh, you know, our seasonal peak window. The world is all sourcing from uh, Brazil right now. But of course, with the disruption in uh, in Argentine production, Argentina is having to source more beans from Brazil that otherwise I think would make it out onto the international market. So, you know, does that possibly present, um, you know, additional opportunity for whole bean exports uh, out of the U.S. uh, over the second half of the year? Yeah, potentially. Um, You know, uh, again, it's not our strong shipping season, but, you know, there's, there's, uh, I think, opportunities for some lift there. We've got a a strong order bank for the second half of the year. You look at the export sales reports. Um, So, you know, we're in a good overall demand position. Uh, You certainly see that reflected with the supply side tightness, because that's a function Mm -hmm. of how much is getting used. 
And, um, you know, I think, I think we're um, setting up uh, well for another strong year for the world of soy in uh, marketing year 23-24. I think one caveat as well, just to add on real quick, is the geopolitics and the, you know, some of the issues with China and the U.S. How does that develop? Obviously, China, you know, recently buying a lot of our soybeans, you know, are they filling okay. their reserves, et cetera? Like, I, I know that's another, that's a caveat to this whole discussion as well, that, you know, we don't know the answer to because we got to see that situation develop, Mac. Well, I, I think just speaking for the soy side, um, you know, earlier this week, there was a U.S.-China roundtable as part of the uh, U.S. Heartland uh, and China relationship where we had, uh, you know, some senior leadership, both on the farmer and staff side uh, from you know, the U.S. soy industry, working with U.S. government and, and, uh, and also meeting with uh, the Chinese delegation. So, uh, at least from the industry side, there's still, uh, I think, a, a clear recognition uh, that this is a mutually reinforcing trade relationship, again, in the world of soy. Um, China's our number one overseas buyer, and, you know, maintaining that relationship is critical. But just as any other business or enterprise or industry has to, has to consider, uh, we have to always be looking at, you know, diversified markets and diversified channels for soy. Um, We've, we've been uh, embarking on uh, that path, I think, for a long time, and it's manifested itself in many different ways. But, you know, looking, um, I think, both within our borders at where there are opportunities for, you know, additional soybean meal use, particularly as we have more meal coming uh, on, uh, you know, meal production coming online mm -hmm. in the years. That's certainly one piece of it. How do we think about, um, you know, diversification through more and more meal-oriented markets uh, moving forward? But it's also how do we think about, uh, you know, novel uses and applications. And this is what our farmers are tasked with every single year uh, when it comes to evaluating what their uh, investments are going to be, what the next round of investments are going to be for advancing the U.S. soy industry. So, you know, lots of lots of dynamics here unfolding and certainly like, you know, the dynamics with China are are multi-pronged and multifaceted. But I'd say, you know, between, you know, the buy side and the sell side here in the world of soy, uh, that, that the recognition of, you know, I'd say that longstanding uh, relationship uh, is really critical. Last year, U.S. soy celebrated 40 years in China, mm -hmm. but it took 13 years before we ever had a commercial sale of beans there. So it, it goes back a ways and, you know, these things take, take time and patience, as does advancing market diversification. So it's all part of a longer term proposition. Yeah, nobody farms for one season. I like to say that a lot, but, uh, you know, uh, the checkoff also doesn't make investments for one season. We like to look a lot longer term than that. Very, very true. Well, a lot of things for us to keep our eyes on. And of course, we'll stay close and stay in touch with you as we talk about the soybean markets and everything surrounding it. With that, Mac Marshall with the United Soybean Board. Thanks so much for the time, sir. Have a great one. And we'll talk to you again soon. Always, Jesse. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to see you again. And once again, that is Mac Marshall, the VP of Market Intelligence with the United Soybean Board. Always great to catch up with Mac and bring you a conversation with him here on American Ag Today. And I know we'll be talking to him again very, very soon. Coming up here on tomorrow's program, we're going to talk a little bit about a new report uh, looking at the pork industry and more from Bank with Christine McCracken. She is one of the economists over at Bank. And we're going to talk to her coming up on tomorrow's American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm your host, Jesse Allen, wishing you and yours a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you tomorrow.